Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. I'm really excited for today's episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. Today, we're talking all about productivity and how to get the most important things done. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. And to help me discuss this topic today, I have Marina Newington. She's the founder of the award-nominated Power System, an internationally qualified IIN health coach, a Columbia Business School MBA, an Amazon best-selling author, and a speaker. Definitely someone who knows how to use her time wisely. After working in finance and marketing for large companies and then raising a family of four children, she felt completely exhausted, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And this burnout led Marina on a personal journey that saw her regain balance in her life, find more time, restore energy, and rediscover her confidence. With her health coach training at IIN, she led her to discover her why, empowering other women who are struggling with similar issues to feel good about themselves again. So today, Marina works with entrepreneurial women to set the groundwork in their own lives so they can clarify their goals, set realistic tasks, and create a roadmap to find success in their chosen field. So Marina, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to talk with you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. What a wonderful introduction. (laughs) Well, you know, I try and and gather all the fun things about people. And my goodness, all of those titles, right? Author, an MBA, a certified health coach, just so many things to dive into. So Marina, I would just love to kind of dive into your story and find out, you know, what kind of happened for you to go from, you know, getting this MBA and all this stuff to deciding to dive into this productivity path. Right. Thank you so much for asking. So um, I got my MBA shockingly 20 years ago. I just was recently in New York celebrating our 20th reunion. And um, I switched countries and I switched careers when I did that. I went into marketing. I worked. Then I had a child. I went back to work, had another child. And then I decided that um, I wanted to be a full-time mom. So um, I stopped working in the corporate sector and had another two children, and I was a full-time mom with four kids. So about six years ago, um, I ended up um, feeling like my energy levels were at an all-time low. And even though I was running this really busy and hectic family, I wasn't really present in my own life. And I knew that things had to change, but I was confused. I had lost my mojo. I didn't really have any direction. I didn't really have any focus. I was overweight. I had IBS. I mean, you know, all the, all the bad things going on. And then my husband and I, we moved uh, to Australia for two years. And we took all four kids and we just got up and left. And we had this uh, really fortunate situation where we weren't working for those two years. And I was really able to have a transformational journey. And it was an amazing opportunity to focus on mind, body, and spirit and do things in a way that I'd never done before. And then having undergone this change and getting rid of a lifetime of IBS and being stronger and slimmer and looking good and feeling confident, I found that it impacted in other areas of my life and enabled me to get the confidence to then start going towards my business ambitions. Because as my children were getting older and needed me less, I was able to refocus on myself 
which is in fact one of the first things that I talk about with my clients um, because um, I founded Power System, which is a five-step process to help entrepreneurial women get the confidence, uh, clarity, and energy to make life's big decisions. Um, and P is about making yourself a priority in your own life. So I learned that the hard way, and I made myself a priority in my own life, and I discovered that um, helping other women achieve these transformations was the missing piece I'd always been looking for. It was that thing that really lit me up. I was in finance in the past. I was in marketing. I had successful careers at, you know, blue chip companies. But, you know, I felt like a cog in the wheel. I didn't feel special. I didn't feel motivated. This was something else. This was something that made me feel amazing. And being able to help other women to achieve the changes that I had was just the most incredible thing. There are so many great parts of that story. I mean, you know, moving one country, then moving again, having the opportunity to really focus on your journey and finding what really lit you up inside. You know, I noticed that um, that phrase, what lit me up and how, you know, you'd had all of these other careers and all of these other things that you had done, but you kind of felt like a part of the machine. And that's one of those things that a lot of us, you know, we get into entrepreneurship because we're so passionate about something that we love, but it's easy for us to fall into feeling like a cog in the machine if we're not careful about focusing our energy and getting clarity. So, you know, Tell me a little bit about how you help women uh, find that clarity and confidence and, and focus in their lives. Sure, absolutely. You know, a lot of times, a lot of my clients, they come to me and they say, I just don't know what I want to do next, or I just don't know what I'm passionate about. How am I supposed to figure out what I'm passionate about? What am I supposed to do? And the thing with that is that to me, it's like they're trying to answer the end of the question without looking at the beginning. And what I do is I go back and look at the foundations and the fundamentals, and that's what power system is. So P, as we discussed, is about making yourself a priority in your own life. Then we go to O, which is about putting order in your life so that you rule your schedule and your schedule doesn't rule your world. And this is where all the productivity comes into it. Then W is about connecting with the world around you. And it's not just about your communication styles, but about building a network that supports you in work and in life and setting boundaries so that you can be professional. And then E is about getting the energy that you need through sleep, um, movement, and food, of course, to be able to do all the things that you want to do. Then having built your foundation with those first four steps, you're ready for R. What's the roadmap to the future? What is it that you want to do next? What's your why? And what are the action steps that we're going to take to get you there? That is such a great breakdown uh, with finding, you know, your with the P and the O and the, you know, all of them kind of help you create that full world for people. Um, and it's one of the things that I feel a lot of entrepreneurs kind of skip over, not just the fundamentals and figuring out their life, but also the fundamentals and pretty much every part of their business. It's like they know the one thing that they love to do and they're going to go out and do it, but they might kind of forget the part about, oh, setting up the business or figuring out exactly who they're going to help. I know when I talk to my clients about marketing, it's like, you know, who's your audience? And they say, well, everybody is. 
I'm like, well, that, that's a bit broad. You know, let's, let's narrow it in. Let's narrow it down. Let's, let's figure out the fundamentals and the foundations of exactly who you're wanting to serve and help. So that can kind of help create everything else. And I think it's really important to create those fundamentals when starting out on figuring out exactly what you're wanting to do. Because if you skip those steps, it's so easy to kind of fall down the shiny object syndromes or fall down the wells of other things that you're not super interested in. So I love that number two is order, right? Let's talk about order and setting those orders in your lives. Uh, So tell me a little bit more about how you help people uh, figure out the order or figure out what is the order more about what's important or uh, making sure that your life is organized. It's about making sure that your life is organized. And I have to say, I agree with you so much about what you just said, Um, especially, you know, my MBA was actually in marketing and I have a marketing Mm. background as well. And, you know, it's, it's so easy to get distracted, especially when you're starting out and you're an entrepreneur working from home, you're alone. And there are so many different people that tell you that, um, you know, if you, follow this path, then you're going to get success. And then this one and this one. And that shiny object syndrome is so difficult for all of us. I mean, hands up. I've you know been guilty of that <laughs> right? myself we, for sure. We should all raise our hands, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so hard. And um, getting that clarity and getting that focus is is what keeps you on the straight and narrow, so to speak. So O is about... Um, getting that organization in. And I take, um, I take my clients through this exercise called the perfect personal planner, where we uh, prioritize, program, and then polish. So what I like to do is I like to look at it first as a really quick, small thing you can do, then a weekly thing, then a monthly thing, and then an annual thing. So looking from the small to the big, because I think sometimes we see that whole big thing ahead of us and it seems intimidating, it seems overwhelming, and it seems like I just can't do it. It's just too much. But if we start small and we make small consistent changes, and oh my God, is consistency the magic word. If we make small consistent changes, then we will actually see results. And then it'll start building and building and building. And then the next thing you know, um, that whole big enormous project is more than halfway done and it doesn't seem so intimidating anymore. So for example, um, on a daily basis, I always say, when you come and sit down at your desk, take five minutes and just do a clear up before you sit down. So you wouldn't believe how much you can get done in five minutes. And you know, you just do a sort out for five minutes and then sit down at your desk. And then it's already, you know, you're in a different mindset. You know, you're getting to work and you know where all your different areas are. I actually just did a five-day challenge in my Facebook group about overcoming workplace overwhelm. And it was all about five days. I took my um, whole group through how to... um, not only declutter, because that's obviously part of the process, but how to create um, a workflow and how to create zones of functionality and all sorts of different things you can do in order to um, increase the productivity of your workspace so that you're not staring at stuff that's just distracting you all the time and keeping you from focusing on what it is that you need to do. And then uh, it goes on to the week and the month and the year. 
Wow. I, I love that little tip. And I'm, I, I'm like frantically taking notes as we're speaking right now because I just came back from back to back conferences. So I've been out of town for a week. I had, you know, I went to sit down and I was just like, wow, I can't concentrate. I have to get back in work mode. But, you know, being able to just kind of put that into your mind of sitting down, reorganizing your space. And I, I did a bit of that, right? Because my, my, my laptop traveled with me, of course. So now I had to reset it up. But, you know, being able to organize everything else and putting it right back in its place just for five minutes at the start of the day, it kind of makes your mind transition, right? Gets it into the right frame of reference for what you're about to do next. And I couldn't agree more about the, you know, start small and grow. Because when you tell people, oh, we're going to organize a launch, it seems like such this big daunting task that so many people kind of want to run away from it. But then if you break it down to, well, you know, this, this, the beginning part is only going to take two weeks and, you know, each part is only going to take 10 minutes a day, then suddenly it doesn't seem so, so big. And it's much easier to know about what's going to come in the future when you know what you're doing day to day. Absolutely. And I think the other big part of it is about putting systems into place. And, you know, that's what I do on the more bigger long-term, um, exercises. And I think putting systems into place, you know, a lot of people say, I don't have time to schedule and planning. I don't have time to do this. And I'm always saying that you have to invest time to make time. The reason you don't have time is, you know, you have to sit down, go into your calendar and you diarize. You find a two hour block. I did this and I can show you this. I made a block where I just planned all my planning sessions. And I know it sounds crazy, you know, because you think, what am I not getting done during that time? But by being able to plan the planning sessions and batching work things that I need to do, then I'm not always doing the same thing all the time. So for example, I do a weekly vlog. So um, on Facebook Live, I have the video that I do, which I then combine with a blog I write and post it on my website. Now, if I didn't do a planning session where I did three of these at a time, where I did the research and wrote out the blog bit, and then a different one for the newsletter, I literally, what I was doing before was spending the whole week on this. And I did not have the creative bandwidth to work on all the content creation that I needed to work on because I was constantly in this weekly deliverable. Mm -hmm. By being able to take the time to plan it and doing it in batches, I actually have freed up two weeks of brain space. It's glorious. I, I can definitely see that. You know, I try and batch like the podcast interviews, right? It's it's much easier to get in the headspace of recording a bunch and then having one day every two weeks set aside for editing, show notes, whatnot. And then suddenly it's like, oh, I'm three months ahead. How fantastic is that? Whereas, uh, you know, I've done the the weekly stuff and, you know, when you, when you have to put something out on such a regular basis, it, it can seem like, Oh, every time I have to sit down and I have to get it done. And it not only does it make it more difficult because you're constantly trying to play catch up, but as you said, right, your creative bandwidth is kind of maxed out because you're always in this place of, I have to come up with an idea. Oh no, I can't come up with an idea because I'm so worried that I need to come up with an idea that I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And a podcast is a great example of that. But I think any weekly content that you do, whether it's a blog or a video show or a podcast, 
you know, if you think about batching it and investing the time to plan the planning for it so that you have dedicated time to do those things, you will be amazed how much time you're going to get out of it. And I I liked what you said about investing time to get more time because it's a phrase a lot of us have heard about money, right? You have to invest money to get money or you have to invest in yourself to see yourself grow. But time is one of those things we always, like we know it's in finite supply, so we think there's no way to get more of it. But if you uh, invest particular parts into one thing that you're doing, then suddenly, as you said, right, you free up the time which gives you more time. You're not suddenly getting more than 24 hours in a day. Everyone still, unfortunately, still has those 24 hours. But it's kind of helping you figure out exactly how you're going to use those to the best of your ability. Absolutely, which is one of the reasons I love talking about productivity and how to use your time in a way to maximize it. Because we all get, as you just said, the same amount of time. We all get 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Nobody gets more time. But then how come some people seem so efficient and so productive and other people seem to be spinning their wheels? And the difference is how you use that time. And you can't just wake up in the morning and say, oh, well, today I'm going to be productive. And, you know, when you haven't been before, you have to, you know, make a plan. You have to make a plan. And that's the investment. Absolutely. Making a plan makes everything so much easier. And whenever we, you know, some people swear by, oh, I get more productive or I get more creativity when I am spontaneous. And it's like, well, you set aside your time for being productive or being spontaneously creative. Um, And when you have that space, it also kind of frees up your mental energy knowing that, hey, I have this time set aside. Nothing else is going to interrupt me during that time. So what might one of those plans look like um, if you're going to create a plan for being more productive? Uh, What are some starting points for, for figuring that out? Well, I think something that is so absolutely important and critical, and this is a major tip, is to calendarize things. And when I say calendarize, I mean put them in your calendar. If you still have a paper and pen calendar, you know, respect, but, you know, digital calendar, (laughs) put it in your digital calendar, you know, where everything syncs up together. I have to say I'm an Apple girl. I have no affiliation to Apple. God, I wish I did. (laughs) But it really helps to um, have my phone, my desktop, my laptop all speaking the same language when I put one thing in one place, it's another. But if I do not put it in my calendar, it does not exist. I have four children, a business, and a life. You know, and (laughs) that's a lot of threads and a lot of balls that I'm juggling at once. And I can retain quite a lot in my head because I've learned to, because I have to, but if it's not written down, it doesn't exist. So if you have a plan, a project, don't just think about the deadline. Don't just write down the deadline. Don't just say, I'm going to do this by this amount of time. Put it in your calendar and block it off. For these two hours, I'm going to work on my website. I'm going to be spending these two hours working on the menu. And then later on in the week, I'm going to spend one hour rearranging the photos, whatever it is. You know, you, I have a separate system for writing out all your tasks and organizing your tasks so you know that what, what your tasks are. 
But I would say the top thing to get started is to put it in your calendar because that makes it real. And then the other thing I would say is that an appointment with yourself is a real appointment. You have to keep your commitments to yourself. It's a doctor's appointment, all Mm -hmm. right? You are going for a health screening. This is something that you need to do. If you put in an appointment with yourself, it is a meeting. You would show up for someone else. So, you know, this is going back to the P and making yourself a priority in your own life. You have to show up for yourself. You are important enough to show up for. Absolutely. And one of the things that you just mentioned was, you know, calendarizing and and making sure that everything syncs. And I I will admit, I do have the paper and pen because writing things out makes me kind of solidify it in my mind, but I also have the digital. And one thing I have found is what you do is not only do you like just put it in your calendar as as a little note, but make it an actual event. So like I have several schedulers for all the different types of calls that I schedule. And you can't schedule something if something's already booked at that slot. So when you book it, for this is my time to focus on my website or this is my time to focus on creating my own content, then nothing else gets booked at that time. Um, so, you know, some people, they'll, they'll, they'll put it down as a slot, but then they'll try and push it out, right? Or they'll try and say, oh, well, this other thing came up and that's going to pay me money. So, you know, I, I can put my own stuff off. It's fine. It's not fine because part of, you know, building your business is investing your time and resources in your own business. And you won't be able to keep bringing in those people if you're not investing that time. So I love what you're saying about making sure everything's synced, knowing that wherever you look, you're, you, those time slots are filled. And especially if you're using some sort of, excuse me, automated system to, um, you know, some sort of automated system to bring in and schedule out your outside uh, opportunities and activities and tasks, then your internal tasks are also accounted for so that those outside activities can't impact. And you know what? I love what you just said about um, this idea of moving your things along because you're going to get money for something. And there's the idea of having time of working on your business and working in your business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what you were just talking about. So we know that when we're working in our business, then we're generating revenue and we're doing things that are moving things along. But you have to set aside time to work on your business as well. Mm -hmm. Because especially if once again, you're a solopreneur, you're an entrepreneur, you work yourself or you have a VA say, you know, nobody else is going to do that for you. And if you don't market yourself, if you don't have a presence on social media, if you don't, whatever your avenues are, if you don't go to networking events or you don't do a speaking event, whatever it is that it is that you need to do, then it's not going to happen. Then working in your business is going to dry up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are almost out of time and this has been so many great things that we've covered, you know, making sure you're planning things out so that you're building the life you're wanting so you don't get burned out, how to put things in order. Uh, So many great things. Uh, So if you had one takeaway or one action item for people to do after listening to this, what would it be? Okay. This is, this is a fun one and it's um, relating to what we were just talking about. So I love fun things. I want you you the listener, okay, think of one thing that you absolutely love to do, but you never have time to do. 
just take a moment and think of that one thing that you love. I mean, whatever it is, whatever comes to mind, if it's like doing that dance class or having like a really long, really juicy bubble bath or, you know, getting a massage or whatever that one thing is, I then want you to look in your calendar for next week or the week after because it's short notice. And I want you to actually put it in your calendar diarize it and put it in your calendar and keep that appointment to yourself. That is so powerful because it's one of those things as entrepreneurs, right? We, we do put a priority on business a lot of times and we kind of let our own personal time go away. So making sure to put your personal and love and passion into your calendar is a great thing for you to, to work for, right? To remind you of why you do what you do. So Marina, again, I want to say thank you so much for joining us, for sharing your wisdom. And if people want to learn more about you or, or want to be able to connect out, what can they do? How can they find you? Right. Well, um, I am, of course, on all social media. So all the links are going to be in the show notes. I won't bore you by telling you all of them, but I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I love me some LinkedIn. And I'm <laughs> on YouTube. Um, my website is www.marinanewington.com. And um, for your listeners today, I'm also um, giving a wonderful, wonderful guide that I'd like to share with you. And it's called um, Sex to, uh, Excuse Me, What Was That? Six Steps <laughs> to Turbo Boost Your Productivity. Um, because we've been talking about productivity. And um, have, you, have you heard of um, Pareto's Rule? Yes, the 80-20 rule, right? 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your clients or 80% of whatever comes from 20% of whatever, essentially. Exactly, exactly. And what this is, is um, an exercise worksheet that helps you figure out what 20% of the activities that you do generate 80% of your revenue. And the idea is if you can figure out what it is that you do, what is your zone of genius? What is it that you're best at? Then that is where you need to focus yourself and focus your work so that you can have the productivity and the revenue generating ability. Whereas the other 80% are things that you might consider delegating. Absolutely. So this is a great way to work that out. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for that wonderful gift. Everyone, do be sure to go and check out Marina's uh, social media and follow her on all of those many places. As you heard, she, she loves her some LinkedIn. I, I love that <laughs> phrase. And uh, to make sure to download the six steps to turbo boost your productivity. And again, all of those links will be in the show notes. So make sure to, to take that action step. Not only plan out when your next personal appointment with yourself is for something you love to do, uh, but also making sure to, to go and check out all of those things so you can start planning for a more productive life. So Marina, thank you again so much for, for coming onto the show and, and speaking with the audience. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really so much fun and such a pleasure. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.